into the award-winning Mental Speak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Hey, Mental Speak family. It's your host, Latanya Davison, coming at you live from the Fishbowl Radio Network in Arlington, Texas. It's another great day. It is an amazing day because it's the first day of winter. It is the winter solstice. So... Sending out positive winter solstice vibes to you all out there around the world. And uh, got a full moon tomorrow, so it's just a lot of energy pumping through right now. And uh, I'm just happy to be here with you on this Friday. Got a great show for you today. If this is your first time listening to the Mental Speak show, this show is about presenting topics surrounding social issues, individual issues, public issues, family issues, um, you know, issues in the reality, issues in the establishment. Wherever there is a problem, I feel like it's my purpose to bring to you knowledge and information that liberates you. And, and and the understanding is that once you have knowledge, yeah, it's not enough. you got to apply it. But one thing here in the United States, uh, and I know we have global listeners, but here in the United States, you know, we, we don't, from my perspective, we don't... Uh, we don't want to know if <laughs> we don't want to know. And then what we think we know, we don't want to examine. We don't want to go deeper. And it, and it requires us to have these discussions so that we can understand, so that we can know, so that we can apply the knowledge. And so I bring you shows that allow you to do that. Also want to be a platform for people to be able to come and share their truths so that we can expand our perceptions expand our awareness about the reality and today the woman that I have on is she is a gift to the world I'm just gonna go ahead and say that she's a gift to the world um She's opened her third eye for us, and uh, she's got a lot of knowledge, a lot of wisdom, and I think you're going to be very, very greatly blessed by her presence and by her um, by her story today. She is known as the mother of the Matrix, and her name is Miss Sophia Stewart. Hello, Miss Sophia. Yeah, hello there. How you doing? I'm doing great. You were just just before the show. You were explaining how this is not the first. <laughs> this is if you could count the number of interviews that you've done. Which one would this be? I don't know. It'd probably be the four thousand and twentieth interview. <laughs> but anyway, I would like to make a correction. I'm not a tagline. Uh, I am Sophia Stewart, the creator and writer and owner of the Matrix and Terminator movie franchises. The tagline, Mother of the Matrix, is a tagline that is, that identifies you with your brand. Yes. And that's some news people that tag me with that, just like Jay-Z and Diddy and 
all these other rappers, they got tag tag names, you know, tag lines and all of that. But that, that you know, it just identifies them with their brand and so forth. But with mine, it has to be corrected. Okay. And people need to address me just like because you're not going to call um, uh, Steve Jobs, the late Steve Jobs, the father of Apple. And you're not going to call Bill Gates, the father of Microsoft. I love it. They are owners. Yes. You <laughs> They're owners. Hey, she got to go with a tagline. She don't they play. Yeah. You you don't play. When I when I called you, you were like you were like, look, I said I said what I say? I said Miss Sophia. You said, look, no 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 no. You said I'm a Ms. I love it. You are <laughs> You don't play when it comes to addressing you properly. Now, tell us where you're from originally. I'm from New York, and I used to be married and, and, and divorced, so it's not any color purple. Because, see, black people, and this has nothing to do with you, but I'm speaking to the people out there of color. When they call you Ms. Sophia, they're just thinking about this color purple thing that Oprah was in 100 years ago, the movie <laughs> Color Purple, and they Miss Sophia. That was, and that's every, I think every black person remembers that yep. Ms. Sophia. Ms. Sophia. Thing. And I have to, yeah, I get it. I get it get that out of their minds and let them address things correctly like other people think in the proper terms so uh i just want to let people know i'm from new york city i'm straightforward i'm up front like you like people know people from new york mm -hmm. how they are and i used to be in the media i used to work for channel 13 in new york with an oscar award producer perry miller Dado. And I used to work for the studios in California, Columbia Pictures, in Vice President Dick Barris's office, and the producer Brandon K. Hill, Fantasy Island, and a national magazine whose uh, publisher was uh, the former New York Knicks, Dick Barnett's magazine. I was a West Coast correspondent while I was at USC Film School in the 80s. So you've got a extensive background in 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 the entertainment and arts arts and entertainment you 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 were um now I understand when they say that you were a prodigy as a child explain that background what it what it what does that describe of you as a child Well I'm going to tell people I was already in the newspaper um like in 78 and 79 the 80s i was already in the news like like in with media and a prodigy is i i didn't do any high school i took the new york regents when you take the new york regents you get your diploma you go into college and i have a degree a degree in journalism a double major in law and psychology i was studying to be a lawyer and a doctor and i uh, went to usc film school and I also see the University of New York. And a prodigy is somebody that bypasses things. They don't go the full term or whatever other people are doing. Um, you, you know these prodigy because some of the kids are 10 years old in college, some are 14, 12, different ages. And I took also the IRS wanted me to come and work for them. I scored a 98 on their exam, which is under a pure math. Two points from 100. Um, so I'm doing things that other people aren't doing. At 11 years old, I'm doing grown people's taxes. An entrepreneur getting paid money because they don't understand or know how to do taxes. 
so I'm doing their taxes at 11 years old. Before I even took the exam and scored a 98 on the IRS exam, I was doing taxes and getting paid like H&R Block before H&R Block was even heard of. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, yeah, and I, when I got to school in college, I'm studying to be a lawyer and a doctor at the same time. Those are my majors. And my, uh, my, later on, I changed it to journalism, and that's why I have the degree in journalism. And I had majored already in the uh, psychology and the legal world because I was trying to decide if I wanted to be a lawyer or a doctor. And I told me if, when I was in school I could have gotten my master's and bachelor's at the same time if I wanted to. So prodigy is where someone is ahead of themselves, ahead of time. And when people read my Third Eye Matrix book and you look at my work uh, in the 80s, I'm talking about digital downloading. And you guys had 30 some years later, you'd never, you hadn't even heard of digital downloading in 1980, but I'm talking about it because I wrote a book on it. I'm talking about body scanners, food scanners, computerized warfare with drones. I'm introducing the first virtual image in the matrix where the, their bodies are on the ship and their images, the virtual images of them are going up and down the telephone long, lines in the matrix. And everybody that see that, they understand that. But no one had ever seen a 3D, uh, a 3D image in a movie before, like in the matrix. And no one had ever seen a microchip naked clone cyborg terminator coming out of a burning network, time traveling, coming from the future to the past to kill Sarah Connor so she won't have the baby Neil. J.C. John Connors grows up to be Neil, one and the same in the Matrix. Now, and the word Matrix itself, a Latin word coming from the Bible, meaning the woman's womb, talking about God's children or 3D beings that come out of the woman's womb. See, all of this is new to people but it was written in 1980 yeah what i'm talking about let me and let me backtrack because i want to i want to lay the foundation for people um because they've you know whether they've heard your story or not there's crazy amount of skeptics out there as as people should be right that's fine but yeah, that's what I, fine. But what yeah, I want to no lead up to, that. but what I want to lead up to is, and that's why I begin my show laying out the fact that there is information, you know, across the Internet um, that people refute, right? People will come at any, yeah. any information that they see automatically. This is this is where we are, 2018, almost 2019 or whatever year it is. This is where we're at. You present information, you present a an observation, and automatically in this day and age, it's well. Where's your facts? Well, where's your where's your you know where where'd you get that from? Oh, I'm checking Snopes.com. We are FCC compliant, so I'm not going to say what I think about Snopes.com. But well, I'm going to I'm going to I'm gonna, I, hey look, <laughs> yeah, we go get there. But look, a lot of people don't realize that only four percent of information is on the surface web. 
the other 96% is on the deep web. And many people don't even access the deep web because you don't have the Tor browser to do it. You don't, you're not even aware of it. So if you come at this information, please at least have researched the deep web before you come at it. But I, I said all that to say, as we're getting to what you're discussing, uh, Sophia, is I have in my hand the certificate of copyright registration for the third eye manuscript and the third eye treatment. So I have it. I have read it. I have looked at it. I, and, um, I've looked it over. I've looked over every single document that was submitted. Um, and we're going to get to this later, but you know, um, it was filed. <laughs> the manuscript was filed. You can see where it was submitted. And um, your story basically has been you fighting with, is it Fox? No, no, no. Uh, Listen, let me get this I've right. They've been fighting with anybody. They've been fighting with They've been fighting with jail. you. Yeah. No, they haven't been fighting with me. They've been fighting to stay out of jail. Because of copyright infringement. Yeah. Right, because of felony, felony copyright Mm -hmm. infringement. They stole copyrighted work. Not just mine, but Harlan Ellison's teleplay background also. Yes. Yes, so, I saw that. Know, so this is this is this is never going to change. It's never going to go away. When it's just like Harvey Weinstein, the crime catching up with him, or Bertie Madoff, the crime catching up with him. Right. You know, he's sixty-five years old, but he's been stealing for twenty to thirty years, and now he finds himself at sixty-five years of age going to prison, and he got one hundred and fifty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Al Capone. He's, he's been he's been killing and lying, stealing and killing for for a long time, tw- over twenty years, uh, twenty to thirty years. The same thing with Whitey Bulger and John Gotti. But it, but it but it caught up with them eventually. Like people, yeah. No one gets away with anything. It just catches up with you. And that's what I. That's what I. You know, one thing again. So so back to the whole debating on the Internet of what's right and what's, you know, what is truth. I said to someone, I said, this woman has spent hours upon hours upon hours upon hours and hours and hours. You're a paralegal who did your own filing, correct? The time that you have and, and time that you have put into this says to me, you mean business. You're not playing. And I won. I won pro se. I beat them. I beat seven law firms in Utah. And that was uh, 2014, four years ago. I saw that. The media did not tell the people, didn't tell you guys. I'm sorry that they continue to put the lie on the Internet because when you wake up, from the matrix and uncom- come unplugged from the programming they've been giving you, y'all are going to be some mighty upset bees, and y'all are going to sting their asses to kingdom come. Yeah, I'm when looking. You found out all of you been duped, and the snoops, snoops, or whatever the hell it's called, they they're the biggest liar. Mm-hmm. They're the biggest liar that's been lying. When you Google my name right now on the internet, it's only on the internet. 
Because when you go to the archives, you find out the truth. Yes. I won. But if you go on the Internet, like I just told an attorney yesterday that got in touch with me, they wanted to buy a Matrix 4 movie, and they say they've been on the Internet. I say, well, the Internet is not real news. What are, what are you on the Internet? You are, you're an attorney. You know that. He was embarrassed. <laughs> and that's what I tell people. I say, you know, and, and when, when people do desire to argue, you know, that's that's always what I present to them. But number one question, I would say, have you ever been to the deep web? Have you been below the surface web? Again, 4%. It's like an iceberg. You get the tip of the iceberg, and the rest is down below. And so exactly. there's further information to be found. I'm looking at the the listing of the characters from the third eye and where it correlates to the characters of the Matrix. And you can right. I mean, it, you can see it. Uh, I, I'll leave the case number for people if they want to go ahead and research it for themselves, because I think it, you know, it, it, and I'll, I'll give, you know, my from my own perspective. So I. I have ideas for what I want to do with my radio show, and I, I think to myself, oh, man, I've got this idea, and I want to send it and submit it to a production company, but then I realize, wait, I'm not ready, because although you have to, cop- you know, what does it say, the law, you don't necessarily have to have a copyright um, submitted any intellectual work is subject to protection, right? But I know without a doubt to submit something without that protection, you had the protection and the idea was still extracted. What? Well, it wasn't the idea that was extracted because no one can steal your thoughts. Yeah. The idea is a thought. Now, everybody must remember never to use this terminology because the very people who are duping you out there put out certain keywords that they won't even use themselves because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, I'm going to tell you what an idea is. An idea is a thought. That's mm-hmm. all an idea is, a thought. Now, when the idea materialized, when you write it out and you copyright it and you, it's in the form of a script or a book, yes. it becomes source work. So what they stole was source work, the script and the book. And in Hollywood, if you don't have a script and a book, you cannot adapt or make anything into a movie. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some really short little examples of that. The Gravity Book, the Gravity Movie, the Harry Potter book, the Harry Potter movie. Lords of the Ring book, Lords of the Ring movie, the Hobbit book, the Hobbit movie, the Maze book, the Maze movie. Just to give you a short idea, now everybody is familiar with that. Yeah. Everyone is familiar. But let me tell you, when I do the, with the interviews with the whites, they don't say they stole your idea. They will never say that. They will... They will say they stole your script and your book, and your copyrights are 81, 83, and 84. And the Terminator movie didn't come out until October the 17th, 2000, uh, 1984. And the Matrix didn't come out until March the 31st, 1999. So my book and copyrighted script 
characters, graphics, special effects, concept, plot was already written and copyrighted before they took it and adapted it to the screen. And they left letters of access to prove that they stole the work. And you will never hear none of Andy and Larry Wachowski or James Cameron or Gail and Hurt ever doing any copyrights. You won't even get to speak to them. You won't even get to interview them because they've signed contracts to never do, ever do an interview. I'm the only one that gets to talk about my work and God arranged that. That in itself is 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 the the telling right in a nutshell so so is that why we'll never so you're saying we'll never see any kind of a promotional um like uh, uh you know how they do the um where they do the panels so so they can't right. do like a panel and have a discussion about the movie and the topic and things like that because it's copyrighted that's right. Well, if, if, if they come on any talk shows or anywhere talking about they wrote The Matrix and Terminator, it's perjury, and it's called a deposition. Right. And you will go to you will go to jail. That deposition can be used against you in any court of law. Let me ask you this. So when you let's let's backtrack to, you know, when you were you were working for who were you working for when you submitted the manuscript? I was working for Columbia Pictures, the studio and Vice President Dick Barris's office. There are there's a letter from him. Uh, dated 1981, June of 1981. If you go into the Third Eye Matrix book, you will see these letters of access. You will see the letters from 20th Century Fox, because 20th Century Fox is the first studio to get my work. Because I'm looking for George Lucas. Lucas is the director, and I later found out he was the owner of Star Wars. But when I saw Star Wars in New York City at the Apollo Theater in Harlem, all it showed was that Lucas was the director of Star Wars. And when I wrote my work, my work is the opposite of Star Wars, Matrix and Terminator. It's talking about the second coming of the Christ, mm-hmm. the evolutions of consciousness, man versus the machine. So I wanted Lucas to direct my work. Lucas, Star Wars is about the wars in heaven and how the devil, Darth Vader, the devil fell from the light side to the dark side. So Star Wars is the opposite franchise of the Matrix and Terminator. So that's how it got in the hands of the thieves. At 20th Century Fox, Susan Mesbeck, David David Madden and Valerie Red at Paramount, because she left uh, 20th Century Fox and went to Paramount, Susan Mesbeck, the vice president. She's still on the payroll, too, of uh, Fox's payroll, getting hush money. And she found Gail Ann Hurd right over there at uh, Paramount, and Gail Ann Hurd brought James Cameron in, and they both used to work for Roger Corman. And Roger Corman is an old director, you know, he got the old 70 or 70s or 80 look movie, 60s, I think 60s, 70s or something. He was the one that really directed the first three Terminators, and he got paid $16 million, this production company and himself. 
And John was the one that really directed the first Matrix, not Andy and Larry Wachowski. They just told lies. The FBI validated this in their files. So you all been duped. You all been plugged into the Matrix for a long time. And just like Cypher, some of you out there are just betrayal and traitors and want to keep other people plugged into the lie. I call trolls. You're just trolls. You hate the truth. You don't want to accept the truth, and you don't want others to accept the truth. But a lot of people are wakening up and coming unplugged, and they're finding out the truth. Because it's really simple to see the truth if you want to see the truth. You've never met any Andy and Larry Wachowski. You've never been, and they're not any Lily and Lena. That's a lie that they've been telling. They're not no transgenders or transformation or any of that. They didn't do any, they didn't change their names because you can't change your name. When you've stolen copyrighted work, in order to get a name change, a legal name change, you have to be investigated because you might be trying to run away from something. Uh, you might be trying to run away from <laughs> murdering somebody. You might be trying to get away from child support. You might be trying to get away from being drafted into the military and trying to get around it. Or you may be, because uh, you stole something and committed a crime and you want to change your name. Well, you just can't go out there and change your name just like that. A court has to give you that name change and they have to investigate you and see why you want that name changed. What are you trying to run away from or get away from? Yeah. So they lied to you guys. They're not no, they're not no Lillian Lane. I can send you over the transcript. And Latonya, I know you saw the transcript. Yeah, I've got when it. They were yeah. entered into the, when they were in into the courts, their names are Andy and Larry Wachowski. Not no Lillian Lane. And then not no Matrix was written by any Wachowski sisters because there's no, no Wachowski sisters exist. That's another lie that's just told to you on the Internet. Because I can give anybody the transcript and you can call the courts. If you had a transformation or trans, uh, transgenders or transitional, you have to let the courts know that. You cannot enter a lie into the federal courts or state courts or any courts. You have to come in with truth. Otherwise, it's perjury. Yeah. So that's another matrix lie that's been put out there for years. And the Internet is good at telling you these lies to hell accountable. There's nobody to sue a liar on the Internet, trolls that don't have any money, don't even have any names, using all kind of little garbage, ebonic names and all kinds of stuff just to twist and confuse. Yeah, no no accountability, right? And we say we, we have no. these we have these accounts but there's there's no accountability behind it. Um, people could just say whatever they want to say with no consequences. It's very, very immediate, but no consequences for it. Um, exactly. So you went you went with good intention. Like I said, I, I've seen where you sub- the, the manuscript that was submitted. You did it in every way. Did you trust you trusted this system? Obviously, you submitted your work. Um, and how well, long? Yes. Well, I'm going to answer the question for you just a second. Yeah. 
Um, uh, it wasn't about trust. My work was copyrighted. It was protected. Right. What, what's going on here is the government failed to protect my uh, copyright. They failed to, to give me due process of the law. That's the violations that's going on here. Yeah. Because uh, just like if you register your car and somebody go up there and steal your car, well, you have the protection of the police department to go out and make an arrest and, you know, and bring the thieves to justice, the DA's office. If the, if the cops don't service you and they serve other people, uh, you know, other people like whites or other Jews and they don't service the black people, well, that's called discrimination. Right. But you have the same you have the same protection. I went out and registered my my work. I got the copyright. And right now, if you go out and you bootleg or you counterfeit uh, at the studio, they'll come out and arrest you. Yeah, yeah. You download right now ten copies of Deadpool, and you don't have to sell it or counterfeit or anything. Just download ten copies. The feds will be knocking on your door, and they arrest you. Yesterday. So I yesterday. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I told people, how am I selling the Matrix and Terminator all over the world? I've been selling it since 05. And I own the derivative, uh, the copyrights to all the derivative movies, like the Terminator, the Matrix, Animatrix, Enter the Matrix, video games. I own all of that. So if I was counterfeiting and bootlegging, they would come out and arrest me in a New York minute. Come on, people. Are you people just want to believe a lie? That's one of the most telling. Yeah, that's to me. That's one of the most telling facts of what you present is if if you were in the wrong, you would have paid the price. It would have been any black woman at that. You'd have been under the jail. (laughs) Like, you you know, it's so right. And I would have been all over the news. Right. Example that do not steal from the studios. Right. I say, what is wrong with you people? Somebody would have taken the fall. Pass or something. Right. I am I selling matrix and you know it because you're buying it. You know I'm selling it because you're buying it. (laughs) Yeah. And the other, you know, and another thing that I that I present in a situation like this where, you know, and I know it's a matter of you using every platform that you can to make sure that your story is told. And you mention the name often, and I often bring him up as well. But, you know, Nikola Tesla is someone who is, you know, his work was completely you know, absolutely uh, stolen. I mean, that's the only term that can be used. It was stolen. Someone else's name is was put on the work. And now today, you know, decades later, we're talking about it. We're now we're just, you know, people are learning. Oh, shoot. Tesla is the one that came up, you know, with these ideas uh, concerning, you know, string theory and all these, you know, different um Uh, you know, concepts of physics and, and, and things like that. And so are we really that surprised? That's the, the thing that I submit to the listeners is that we live in a country that continues to lie to us about our origins. We're just now finding out, oh, wait a minute, we probably shouldn't be celebrating a thing called Columbus Day. So, you know, if you've been lied to about your history, you've been lied to about a number of things. Why would it be so far-fetched that someone's work was stolen in an industry that is known for, you know, needing ideas from writers? 
right? It requires to get ideas from writers. Um, and as you said, written ideas, right? You put it into action. You put it in a written word. So it's not far-fetched for that to be the case. That's what I submit to people. If you're, you're skeptical about something, um, and like she said, she would have long since been in jail, right? <laughs> so that's something to consider. So you go, you go, you submit it. Um, what did you envision for your manuscript? Did you did what has come out? Is that what you envisioned it to be? Uh, it is exactly what it it's is. It's exactly what it what um, it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, no, it is exactly. Mm-hmm. Look, um, James Cameron never wrote any source work, and Gail and Heard or Andy and Larry Wachowski. They didn't have to. I already had the source work. Like I explained to you, I already had the characters, the graphics, the special effects. Uh, the concept, the plot, everything was already created. I'm looking at it. So yeah. just just like just like John Grisham, the Pelican Brief for the firm, it's already created. So you don't have to create anything because he's got a book with all the stuff there. And you know, it's something here, and I, I want to be you know forthcoming with it. Where I'm thinking to myself because of what you here was the the number one thing that that. This stood out to me. This is before I saw all of the documentation. Okay, and this was years ago. This is when I first came into you know contact with information because on Urban Intellectuals, obviously we're that is a platform that's wanting to give credit where it's due, wanting to give the true history and giving credit to the source of a work. And so that's where I came into contact with your name. Now, obviously, my first thought process was with the Matrix and the Terminator. Let's focus just on the Matrix. There's Eastern concepts, right? Eastern metaphysical concepts that are in that story. So I remember thinking to myself, well, you know, okay, we could take the Eastern metaphysical concepts of, of, of who Neo is and who Trinity are and all these things. But then when you see the documentation, you see how specific you were with the knowledge. You see how you took characters and you formulated them almost like in, in Kemet, right? You took these characters to embody those concepts from Eastern knowledge. And that's very specific, you can't just come up, you know, it's not like somebody just walking around just coming up with ideas and then somebody happens to come up with, with a character like that. Does that make sense? It's like you could see how specific you were with your treatment. And I'm looking at it. I'm looking at where you have it listed out as your um, for Tank and Apoc and Neo and the Oracle and Morpheus and, and where it correlates to your character's. Right, because they are one and the same. They are my characters. It's just like this. Yeah. If I if if, if you're in the hospital and somebody kidnapped your children, they were just born, and they kidnapped your children, they, they're going to give them a, a fake name, and they're not going to. They're going to try to give my name as close to as possible as the real name. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, ma'am. But they're going to give them a fake name. So just because somebody stole and kidnapped your kid and changed the name, does it make it? Does it make it the criminal? Does it make it theirs? You know, somebody steals your car. Your car is black and they painted red. Just because they painted your car red, does it make it their car because they put some red paint on it? 
So I'm, I'm talking about the name changes. It's an that's a great that analogy. No, it's perfect. Is perfect. I'm looking at yeah, where you. Yeah. People are like, well, did you did you come up with the name? I say, well, are you kidding me? When somebody's stealing something and they take your your shoes and they change the shoe strings and does it make it their shoes? Or if they stole your coat and they put a medal on the coat or some flowers, does it make it theirs? Look, it's different. And people, <laughs> they, they shut up then because, hey, yeah, they think about what a stupid question they're asking me. You know how, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. When people steal stuff, they always try to change things to make it their own. That's, that's the whole thing, premise of stealing. Because if it was yours, you wouldn't have to change anything. If it belonged to you. Yeah. If you bought it, you don't change it. Because when you look at J.R. Tolkien's work, when they bought Lords of the Rings, they made changes in there. When they bought the Gravity book, they made changes in there. The Maze book, the Harry Potter book. When they created the movie, they made changes. Does it make it theirs because they made some changes in the movies? No. That book still belongs to J.K. Rollins. That book still belongs to J.R. Tolkien, and that was his work. Right. Tesla's work. They've, uh, They've altered Tesla's work. What did they do to Tesla's work? Tesla's work was free... Free energy. Free energy. It's called alternating, right, it's called alternating currency, where direct currency is what uh, Thomas Edison did. So now you take Thomas Edison's work, a switch, and put it on the free, free energy, and hey, that's a change to Tesla's work. But it's still Tesla's work. You, you enjoy the internet because of Tesla. You enjoy those towers because of Tesla. You were enjoying the that car that runs by electricity because of Tesla and the uh, wireless light bulbs and blah 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 because of Tesla. But he, but he died destitute. Tesla's, yeah, work yeah. A, a million times, but does it make it there? Yeah, because they altered his work or changed it or added or took away from it. It Tesla was the still the creator and the owner of the work. I make people think. Yes, you do. They're, they're, they're not looking at the big pictures. They're looking at little things to try to make themselves, you know, feel like they got a point. But that's not a point. And that is why I I know that conversations like this matter in the in the big picture. Um, a woman a black woman writing something so prolific. Um, and I want people to go read this manuscript. Like it's, it's very, it's almost like, like you said, Sophia, you saw this, you know, early on and then to write a science fiction manuscript, a science fiction treatment, um, to me, very profound. Um, what, what prompted you to write this? What was the inspiration for this for the third eye? I wanted to come out with the first metaphysical movies. Matrix and Terminator is the first metaphysical movies. And let me explain what metaphysics is to people out there who are not uh, well up on it or not educated or knowledgeable about it. Metaphysics is when you take science 
and you take spirituality, and I'm not talking about religion right now, because religion is totally different from spirituality and science. And you marry, you bring them together, form a marriage. That's what metaphysics is. Yes. So when you look at the, the matrix, and matrix, the word matrix is a Latin word for the woman's womb, and it comes out of the King James's Bible, and it's mentioned five times in Scripture. And you can Google this, everyone out there, the wise, because Google while I'm speaking, let me teach you. It's mentioned three times in Exodus and two times in Numbers. Exodus 34th chapter, 19th verse, God says, He who opens up the matrix uh, coming out of the woman's womb is, is, is born out of the woman's womb is his children. So in the matrix and the Terminator, I'm talking about the universal language of God. And what is the universal language of God or the universal language, period? Mathematics. It's not words. It's mathematics. Mm -hmm. So in the matrix, you're looking at quantum physics. When you see those numbers raining down, the binary codes, the one and the zero, and you're seeing people flying, that's quantum physics. You see Neo flying, but he's not Superman. You see him touching dimensions and making calculations, and you see when he's multiplying, um, Agent Smith is multiplying, and they're becoming the same men. That's multiplications and subtraction and calculus and ancient sacred geometry that you're looking at. You're looking at math jumping off the screen at you, teaching you math, opening and expanding your mind. Like I once told uh, when I was being interviewed uh, New York, uh, I was interviewed by um, a well-known person, um, trying to think of Ed Gordon. Ed Gordon, I had an interview with him, this was way back in 2005. Um, my brother and his friends were in the studio and Ed Gordon, he was interviewing me and he came up with this ridiculous thing because people were like saying, he said, well, you know what, there's a lot of people that uh, say that they don't believe that a black woman wrote The Matrix and Terminator. And I said, you know what, Ed? I said, you know what, my skin didn't write anything. My skin is there because of environmental reasons. The color may be there because of environmental reasons, but the skin is a covering, and that's his job, is to cover because of environmental reasons. I said that my womb didn't write the matrix because my womb is to have a baby. My gender, female, womb, matrix, to have a baby. It doesn't write. I said my brains is what wrote the matrix, my brains. And if you took my brains out of my body and other people's brains out of their bodies and put all the brains on the table, can you tell which brain came out of what body? And everybody started laughing at him. I said it was my brains. It's pure knowledge. It has no gender. It has no color. It has no tribe. It is nothing but pure knowledge. And everybody's brain, determining on what kind of, what you've elevated consciously or not consciously, or if you, or prodigy or genius or a mystery or whatever, depending on how smart you are, that is what level of knowledge is going to come out. Right. Right. I have nothing to do with skin color. It has nothing to do with gender, males being smarter than females, or females being smarter than males. It has nothing to do with gender or skin colors. 
because there are no races, but there are tribes. If you go back to the Bible, it's the traits of the tribe. You can tell what tribe you come from. If you go and you look at the DNA test, the DNA test don't tell anything about any races. It just tells you this percentage of the segment of the population where the tribes existed and what tribes you may have come from or been affected by with your DNA. That's all, people, because they're not telling you these little details that I'm giving you. They're not going to give you this information because it will enlighten you and you won't be led anywhere or programmed with, with programs. So all I'm trying to do is wake you up and unplug you from those matrix programming that you got. Because when you came out of your mom's womb from, from a baby, you had the knowledge of God. You had the knowledge of the universe. But when you went to school from kindergarten or before kindergarten up to 12 years, you have received nothing but programming from for 12 years of your life. You've been programmed. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you think that because you are now the, the, the tribe that you rock, uh, you, again, black woman, you have a womb. Do you think that that is what, why people have, have a hard time believing that this is your work? Do you think that that adds to the skepticism um, you know, as a matter of like, well, because they're programmed, they're right? Programmed to believe that males are smarter than women. They're programmed to believe that white skin is more superior right. than black skin. But um, I can prove it to the people because it's quite easily to prove. You want to talk about Kim? We, we can talk about Kim. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, <laughs> well, I want to. Well, I want to bring this up because this is very important. Yes, there are black people with white skin that are passing here and everywhere. That's right. You heard what I said. There are black people with white skin. Some of them whiter than the Caucasian. And there are Caucasians with dark skin. That's right. I'm sorry. It's true. The only way you'll know who you are is through your DNA. I'm serious. Yeah. It ain't got nothing to do with your skin color. I'm sorry to be a wake-up call for you. But you've been lied to, and you've been taught that it's white and black skin and all this stuff. No, the only way you know who you really are is through your DNA. I'm that, sorry. That's the yeah, source code. Color is not gonna get it. Yeah, we we call that the source code, right? <laughs> of, of all things, right. that, yeah. That is yeah. that is the real code. Yeah. And all this fighting and warring is just crazy because you've been lied to. You've just been told a lie. There, the black people was over the whole earth. I'm sorry, they were they were not just from Africa to America. I'm sorry, they were everywhere. The whole entire planet was black. <laughs> it's a joke. And that even the even the void was black before light came upon it. Uh, and go into the Bible. It's right there. It's clear as day that everything was black. So that triggers a question really for was. me. That triggers a question for me, Sophia. If, <laughs> if so, so would you 
would you consider now like a screenplay of a of a matrix for the different cast or, or <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, would listen, you, listen, let yeah. me send you some pictures over. Yeah. Let me let me text you some pictures over, and you and then you tell people what you see here yeah. because this is how you can tell that you've been programmed. Mm-hmm. You you've been because what you just said. When you get through looking at these pictures, you're going to be embarrassed, but you need to post them because the question that you just asked proves unequivocally that you've been programmed because when you look at the matrix, this was the first time black people got to see themselves in leadership roles. Yeah. First time in a science fiction because in white science fiction, there are no black people, even in the future. Mm-hmm. And usually in a white science fiction, it's only one or two black people. They Star Trek. They die out the first mm-hmm. 10 minutes of the movie. And they're not any leadership role, and they have caused the problems for the white leaders. One or two, no more. Star Wars, when that black man became a leadership role, in the Star Wars, they, these people got pissed off. But everybody, the white, said, what is wrong with these black people? Quite naturally, she wrote The Matrix. You can tell because, look, it's black people in leadership role, and the white people are the bad guys. We're never the bad guys. We are Superman. We are Batman, Iron Man, and Spider-Man, and Rocky saving the world. Yeah, and if you if, if, if see what you just asked, look at all the black people. How many black people you see in the Matrix, you guys? And there was thousands of them in Reloaded. Thousands of them in Reloaded. Do you remember that? I certainly do. I have watched. Matter of fact, I just introduced my son to the Matrix this year. This was the first. I'm like, you gotta watch this. You know, you, you got to, you just got to take this in, and again to. Um to know that you have, um, to me, like I said, it, it, it's humbling to know because I think that what you represent is is a great mind. You know what I mean? I think that we. Um, as you said, we've been programmed a certain way. And I'll tell you, Sophia, I'm, I'm honest about it. That's, that's why I do this show, because I am honest about the fact that we've been programmed. And to me, with the work that I do, the only way to undo such programming is to have these conversations and to be honest about it and to be real about you know, what it is that's been done to us as far as that's concerned. I... I, it, it, it almost kind of like, um, I don't want to undermine. Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, then, come on, because you, because when you asked that question, you, you were not thinking because you got to look at all the black people in leadership role. Look at Morpheus. Morpheus is black. The Oracle is black. Jada Pickett's role. Mm-hmm. Anthony Park, uh, Parker. Um, Henry Kareem, Henry Jones, Carnell West. Um, I can go on and on and on. Look at all of these black people. Yeah. 
And and you know what? Come Again, on, I can give you the yeah, poster. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And, is black people. And you're right. Yeah, when you my, are you guys kidding me? Well, you're right. And when I when I asked the question, it's like I, it, it, you're right. Immediately after I asked it, my mind starts to replay for me, you know, what the cast looked like in those, um, in the last two, um, episode or the last two, uh, say episodes you see I'm, I'm a star star wars uh <laughs> fan here but in the last two uh reloaded and revolutions i remember now like oh yeah okay there were um yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were true. So they were true to the manuscript. <laughs> they, they kept it true to what it was. Um, well, you, but yeah. you could tell because people were saying to them, "Wait a minute, why did you write a black science fiction?" That's what everybody was saying when the Matrix came out. You see Marcus Chung. You see uh, some other ones are known as gay. Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah. Why would you? Why would you write a black? Science fiction, they said, and they said they used Carnell West. They said, "Well, Carnell West uh, inspired us <laughs> to write black." Now, how can Carnell West inspire you to write black? Yeah, everybody knows that white science fiction they had no blacks in the future. Didn't see any black people in the future at all. That black people were not a part of white science fiction. Go back and look at all the white science fiction. And the only people that say this to me is black people. How can the Matrix be black? And I'm like, are you seeing the same Matrix that everybody else is seeing? Because I see nothing but black people in there, black superheroes. Where the late Julian Bond called me up and, 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 and talked to me and congratulated me and became friends with me and he thanked me for giving our children black superheroes so they can inspire them to become anything they want to be including president of the united states and because of the matrix obama was accepted as president because the matrix changed everything black people for the first time in their lives got to identify with black superheroes that's true that's true i do i do think back to when you know uh the power of morpheus and it you know it wasn't for me obviously i didn't start to do what we call you know i didn't get woke quote woke until around 2013 give or take and so watching you know the movie all over again you're able to see it with new eyes and new perspective um you know, and just what it means. And again, I want to just highlight the fact that from your mind came, you know, that script. Let me ask you this just to kind of get in. Yeah, eye. because come yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, I want to send this over to you right now because I want you to put this up. I want you to post this. She going to send so it. No one will it. ever ask me. I just sent it to you. I'm going to yes, send ma'am. you the next one. So no one will ever insult me ever again. It's the Matrix Black. <laughs> Let's see come what on. she got, and I'm a. Look, I'm a look, look at, come on, look at these posters. Look at ah, these posters. Did you just make that? Oh no, <laughs> you didn't. Somebody posted this. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Look at both of those posters. I got and it. How can you ask the creator 
and the owner if the matrix is black. Yeah. And all I do is have to send people that poster right there. I'm a, I'm gonna post you know what it. I'm yeah, I'm gonna pin it. I'm gonna pin it to the comment section. I'm gonna do that so that you it can. You see, I pin both both of the posters. I both sure am. Of them. I'm yeah, do, do you see where both of them? What is what? But tell people what's on those posters. So, Come on, tell people because the, they can't see the posters now. Do you post they, them? They can't see the posters. But top tell poster. people what's on both of those posters. So we've got all Matrix. all of the black actors from from the from the Matrix, um, and it says these are the children of Zion, and then uh, someone had put the caption, "Hmm, what were they trying to tell us?" So. Uh, yeah, you, 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 you make a good point. You make a good point. And I think, you know what, that's what more than anything, what the, the, the necessary, um, what's necessary at this time in our existence is for people to be able, you know, from any tribe, as you said, we all need the truth. We all need the reality of what earth's history has been and why we are where we are today but you can't figure out where you are today until you get the accurate history until you see it in truth and and accuracy there's no way to then look at the reality and then make you know a proper assessment of what's going on and so that is why we do shows like this that is why we have on dynamic guests such as Sophia Stewart we are not done stick with us we are going to I want to um, pick your brain a little bit more you got time Miss Sophia see I said it Miss Sophia it's condition time, but I want to also <laughs> point out the second poster you got to point out the se- second poster I'm going to point out the second poster not, but I'm going to do that right there too totally yeah, but no, I'm no, a, I, want you, I, I want am you to point out the fact that these black people on the second poster in leadership roles right there with yes. uh, with ne- with Neo and uh, Keanu Reeves his father is Asian Polynesian his mother may be white but his father is black and and look at the it's all these black people on the second poster all these black people right there in leadership role yeah. these people are in leadership role how can you sit up there and uh, disown your own selves in the matrix and, and disown me for creating black superheroes where you have never been in a science fiction. This is the first black science fiction. If you read the newspaper clipping from 1981, uh, the Los Angeles Sentinel is talking about Sophia Stewart is going to come out with the first black science fiction with black superheroes and leadership roles. Woo. I accomplished that. And they wrote about me in 1981, and the didn't come out to 1999. March the 31st, 1999. This is why it is so essential to have our elders, have have those who have gone before us to, to speak truth to us so we can understand and so we can see we're not done yet. On the Fishbowl Radio Network, you're listening to The Mental Speak Show. We will be back. Share your voice, opinions, creativity, ideas, music. FBRN.us. Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. 
pieces of peace in the sun's peace of mind. I know it's hard sometimes. Yeah, I think about the end just way too much. But it's fun to fantasize. All my enemies who wouldn't wish who I was. But it's fun to fantasize. Oh, 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 oh. I'm falling, so I'm taking my time on my ride. Easy to say, we have a list of people that we would take A bullet for them, a bullet for you A bullet for everybody in this room But they don't seem to see many bullets coming through See many bullets coming through Metaphorically, I'm the man But literally, I don't know what I do I'd live for you, and that's hard to do Even harder to say when you know it's not true Even harder to write when you know that tonight There were people back home who tried talking to you But then you ignored them still All these questions, they're for me Like, who would you live for? Who would you die for? And would you ever kill? Oh, oh, oh to the second hour of the Mental Speak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I'm your host, Latanya Davison, and I want to say happy Friday, happy, happy winter solstice to you, uh, happy full moon blessings, uh, it's going to be a full moon tomorrow, so there's just everything just aligning up for us this season, and uh, I hope that the season finds you well, and I hope that the season just finds you in hopefully good spirits. 
Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. And uh, as always, I hope that you are receiving new information, new knowledge, new perspective uh, with the goal of, of, you know, uh, I always say finding balance in self and society. That's that's what we're looking for here uh, through discussion. And uh, today I have a very, uh, very profound uh, woman on the show today, Sophia Stewart. She is the author of the uh, just call it one of the most enlightening uh, films of our time. Right. The Matrix. Right. The Terminator. Um, And when you think about those films, I think we, we all think about. Where we were when we saw it and what we were thinking and what the future would be. Now, here we are. Fast forward. Right. We're we're further along uh, than we were uh, at the times that those movies came out. And so what I want to do now is ask Sophia, I want to know. Where are we in those scripts for those who've seen The Matrix, for instance? At what point of, uh, you know, finding out about the machines and finding out that we're, we've been conditioned and we're, you know, we're, 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 we're programmed. Where are we in that script? Oh, well, we're at the fourth installment, Matrix 4. Um, the book is being uh, bought around the entire world. It's three to four billion fans. The book has been out for eight years, since 2010, the Feed the Matrix and Terminator fans. And it's sold on Amazon. People can go right now. I've written several books. Uh, three of them are on Amazon.com. You go on uh, Google, Amazon, and you go on there and put in Sophia Stewart's books, and you're going to pull these books up, and you can go to my website, MatrixTerminator.com. That's MatrixTerminator.com or TruthAboutMatrix.com, and you can get my books and the e-books. There are physical books and e-books, and support the truth. Get the books, read the books, see what's the next uh, the next episode is the fourth installment, Matrix 4, Cracking the Genetic Codes. Get a free poster and a screensaver when you get the Matrix 4 book or you buy a book, receive a free gift, and support the truth because this is about you out there, people of color. This is about you. This is your chance, your big time. You you are represented by the Matrix and the Terminator. This is the truth. This is some of the greatest work that you're going to see in your lifetime. And it's about you. Very important. A black writer, creator, owner, founder. Sophia Stewart, myself. And it's something to be proud of, everyone. Something to be proud of. Yeah. Don't deny your heritage. Don't deny it. I love it. I love it. And I, like I said, I wonder if that's not part of that, part of the backlash that I've observed. Even as of yesterday, Sophia, like as of yesterday, I was on YouTube and I see the same type of vitriol coming towards, 
you know, any instance, if you even say, well, what about this information or what about the court papers or what about the court documents? So, for instance, let me mention this. You received dam you received a judgment for damages for the attorney who you say was sent sabotage. to you sabotage yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, right. you sabotage clearly and a court saw that yes yes so what the court is saying that i am the writer and owner of the matrix and terminator franchise and i was sabotaged in the california case it's saying that and 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 i again looking at it says that this attorney did not represent what was in the contract between you and this attorney and um, did not uh, fulfill the duties of, of an attorney that has been hired. And you pointed out that it appears that this attorney came to you specifically to sabotage and kind of throw you off track. Well, no, no, it wasn't throw me off track. He and his agents, Mm -hmm. uh, Michael Stoller, Gary Brown, and Dean Webb, the RICO lawyer, all four of them were sent by Warner Brothers to keep the evidence from being entered in so they wouldn't go to jail because the defendants were on their way to jail. They called me up, their lawyer, Bruce Isaac, and said they couldn't beat the RICO, felony RICO. And when I dropped and I said no, and that's when they sent these attorneys, if I had never let them in, then this case would have been done in California back in 2005, would have been already done, and wouldn't have had to go over to Utah and wait that long because the seven years in Utah, that was the only time, because the California case didn't even last a minute. It wasn't even in there a year. It was just to basically get it dismissed so they wouldn't go to jail, so they didn't win, I didn't lose anything. When I took it to Utah, that's where I was trying to get these lawyers arrested also because they committed a, a, a criminal act. It was four law firms, four agents. They all had law firms. And one of them had two law firms, uh, Beverly Hills and a Hidden Hills, Michael Stoller. And I'm still going to get those other three attorneys, too, with the agent because they were all under one contract. They were Jonathan LaBelle's agents, three of them. And when Jonathan LaBelle lost, they lost because it was only one contract. And I did report to the the, the DOJ that I was discriminated against over there in Utah. My rights to do my rights to due process of the law was violated in the courts. None of the defendants showed up because they were subject to being arrested, including their attorneys. So none of them showed up. I was the only person there. So when they all lost, they all lost by a default judgment. That means there can never be any appeal for them because none of them showed up. And Warner Brothers and the other defendants from the California case, they entered in that Utah case asking for the default judgment and the money because they never won any money or judgment in California. A lot of them were scared of the RICO, so they terminated out of the case before the judge made the ruling. If you don't believe me, I will send over to you the California transcript, where it clearly shows them terminating out before the judge made the ruling June the 13th, 2005. Some of them terminated out as early as January because they were scared of going to prison and they need to be scared because I just filed another felony RICO against 11 defendants that was trying to steal my Terminator 
characters, Terminator and Sarah Connor for a T6 movie. Got another felony, another felony RICO against them, and, and they can't show up. And I pled the indictments very well. They told Judge Morrow back in 2005 that they could not beat those indictable transmissions. And if those indictable transmission was well pled in a RICO, they were subject to go to going to jail. You 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 ain't playing. I want to ask you this question. I want to ask sure. you this question. And we, where, where do you get the audacity, ma'am? Where do you get the audacity to go up against? corporation <laughs> how what inside of you says not today not today not me not or this not woman ever. not ever like not, not now ever. not never not never ever where because you're fearless to me that's fearless well, to the, me it's the david and goliath story yeah and god is with me now a lot of people don't believe in god anymore and they don't believe in god they don't believe in god anymore i'm sorry for those who don't believe in god or god anymore because god is real and i'm a living example of his grace and his realness because he was the one who was with me guided me and told me inspired me what to write to beat these people with codes and laws and scriptures and anybody who wants the documents and the paperwork i can send it to you where you can read it with your, with your own eyes you can look at the transcript and see i was pro se pro se means i did not have any law firms or hundreds of law firms or a law firm behind me yeah. i had a judge to court order my attorneys off of the case because they were trying to sabotage me with the opposition and i had to go in there and win it just like david's and goliath's story yeah. but god was with me i give all due praises and credit to god he is living he is real and i'm living proof of it because these corporations have billions of dollars and some of these defendants are multi-millionaires but guess what it doesn't matter at the end of the day if you have truth this is a universal truth all lies have to bow down to the truth it's true it's true it's what you said and you know it's it's funny ironically how you mentioned in the beginning that the universal law it comes down to ma the mathematics of something well we live in this reality where the language is is was controlled right the language that we have is the, you know the letter of the law so what people have to understand is if you want the truth to come out you got to learn to speak the language and it's the language of the law so you better be ready to come in but they know how difficult it is for someone to learn these laws because of how thick the books are, right? And so yes. the fact that you you became a you became a paralegal to do this, or were you are you were already a paralegal because no, no, you were seeking to be a lawyer, be a, a, an attorney, I'm, right? It was, right. I was studying to be an attorney, but okay. I I switched my major to journalism. That's right. Which I have a gift in because I was writing when I was in the seventh grade, and my first teacher was a college professor. Just like yeah. Venus and Serena was playing ten tennis when they were in grade school, I was writing when I was in grade school, and and Tiger Wood was playing golf when he was in you know three years old. 
if yeah. you become a master, if you've been if you've been doing, I'm a master writer. I've been writing for years. I can write in any genre. I can listen to your story and write it. Yes. So I'm I'm gifted in numbers, a, a polymathematician. So. Uh, Law is nothing but penal codes, mathematics. They don't yep. tell you this, but mm. those penal codes are based on the Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, ma'am. And, yes. Yeah, Anthony Robbins' book, Napoleon Hill's yes. book. Maritime uh, Law. Carnegie. Yeah, Anthony mm-hmm. Robbins, all of them. Everybody, uh, you know, a rich man, poor man, all of these books, Ogmandino, The Greatest Salesman, all of these books are based on the Bible. They don't tell you guys this. And the David and Goliath story was put there to, to let you know that you can overcome all adversities, no matter what it is. And money is the illusion. Billions of dollars is nothing but influence. It's an invisible influence. That's all. It influences you to do things, whether it's good or bad. Right. But in the, at the end of the day, money is not even real. It's, it's, it's just in just power. That's it. That's all it's it is. Power of influence. Because the that's day that you is. stop, the day that we co- we would collect, if we were to ever collectively stop believing, it ceases to exist. Just like, guess what? Just like man's laws. Just saying. But anyways, uh, <laughs> um, Miss Sophia, I, I, yeah. I said it again because it's just respect. I, I've been living in the South for many years now, so it's just a sign of respect. So please forgive me if you hear me oh, say no, it. No, I, I, no, I, I didn't take it. Yeah. It, it was, I heard the respect and the vibration yeah. with the words. Yes, ma'am. And that's what I that's what I look at. I You know, I'm, I look at and listen to the vibrations of people's words if they're sincere. I love it. If they're real, yeah. that's what I hear. You know what I'm saying? I'm only going to say something if I hear something else. Yeah, yeah, I got you. People I got need you. to know that. I got it's you. It's real. So as we're wrapping up this interview, please leave your words of wisdom with the listeners. What is it in this time, in this this moment because this is the present, right? No past, no future. Right now, in this moment, what do people need to know in terms of everything you've written, your understanding of the reality, uh, freedom, mental freedom, consciousness? What is it that you would say to the listeners right now? What do they need to know? They need to wake up. You're, you're always in it. In, uh, surrounded by danger and you need to wake up and pay attention and look around and and really get your faces out of the phones get your faces out of the phones and and start enjoying the reality of the earth because the sun and the air and the fire and uh the water all of these things are real and when you look at the phone you know all these programs and billboards and news and it's all just programming it's all like a what you call a hologram yes and if you live in the holographic world you're not living in the real world you're not enjoying the real tangible things out there that are so more phenomenal than the holographic stuff that you are caught up in on the phones and a lot of people have died because of their phones. Uh, I, I have to tell people this. It's very dangerous, the phones. Make them a part of your life, but don't make them where you're going in there and you're 
forgetting about reality. There were people taking pictures of selfies and a husband and wife fell off the cliff. Wow. There was a girl trying to get her phone out of somebody's house that was out of town and she fell off of the balcony. Um, there was people who walk right into water fountains or walk right into cars and get ran over because they're not looking at life. Their faces are glued or they're texting and running to people, uh, texting or they die. Yeah. yeah. So this is real, what I'm saying. Wake up and come out of the matrix. Enjoy the real, this real air, real earth, real water, real sun, real fire, real beaches. Go back, go back and enjoy these real living things. These are living organisms, entities that were created for, for life, for you. I love it. I love it. Let me ask you, can I, can I, can I have you back in 2019 and we just talk? Uh, the reality and the metaphysics of it all? My pleasure, because I really <laughs> want to go into the metaphysics. I think that's very important. I think a lot of people are waiting, and they often get in contact with me because they want to delve deeper into the metaphysics, and I'm I'm ready to go there. So let's do that. Let's do it. And It'll be my pleasure. Yes, yes. Please tell the listeners how they can reach out to you email address all your you know i know we're saying to get out of the the you know the the the, the matrix but but to connect and the positive how can they get in touch with you if they would like to yes please uh my website matrixterminator.com or truthaboutmatrix.com get the ebook get the physical books um, uh, for people in the foreign countries um, get, go to amazon.com get your books because and, and, there's a lot of foreigners they're big Matrix fans and Terminator fans get the Matrix 4 book because that's the fourth installment and there's a, some, a lot it's a bidding war going on the movie is going to be coming soon I know I've been talking about this for years but it takes sometimes 7, 8, 10, 12 years before a movie will come to the screen. If you don't believe me, look at the Academy Awards when people go up on the podium and they say, well, we've been working on this for seven years. It took 12 years for this film to, mm -hmm. to become a reality. and We're very proud of it. Yeah. Anything that's good or great is worth waiting for. It takes a minute, but it will happen. But be prepared. Get the book for those who want more Matrix, Matrix 4. I got it in script form, so it reads like a movie. You won't be bored at all. And my email is SophiaStewart10 at Yahoo.com. Go to my website, look under the contact information. Uh, you can Google Sophia Stewart, and my name will come up in my website. And don't believe the hype of the lies where they're saying I lost and I didn't write The Matrix and Terminator. Go on the today of this web, this uh, radio show's yes. website and look at the posters. Look at yourself in leadership role. Who are you going to believe, a lie, or are you going to believe the truth of what you see? Come on. And I will have the um, I will have your books um, and the links to your books for purchase on the Mental Speak Radio website. We will ensure that your name, that your name and your works 
are given credit as it's due. We watched Nikola Tesla die destitute and, you know, and, and we're just now finding out the truth of the matter. But I'm so grateful for you um, and, and you going against this giant and you give us hope. And um, just thank you so much for your knowledge, your wisdom, our, our, your uh, living testimony that the ancestors are here teaching us. We're, we're here. Yes. Yes. And we receive it. Yes. So thank you so much, Sophia. Um, we will be in touch. I'm going to have you back on 2019. We're going to get into some metaphysics. How about that? That'll be great. All thank right. You, thank you so All much. Right. We'll, we'll be talking to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Middle Speak family, I hope you I hope you received it. That that was what can I say? What can I say? You listen to the Middle Speak show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. We're not done yet.
Speak show. You're listening to us on FBRN.us on the Red Stream. You're listening to us on your Fishbowl Radio app or soon to be on one of the podcast platforms. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Friday. Uh, I'm your host, Latani Davison. Did I say that already? I'm not sure. Sometimes I forget. I'm, I'm looking at an article that says uh, that neuroscientists say that forgetfulness is a sign of extraordinary intelligence. I'm about you, but I forget all the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Got the urban intellectuals are in the house. Hi, David. David Pierce sitting in with me. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? I don't think it is. There it is. It is? Nope. It is. Where are we at? Talk. Talk. Okay. All right. We're just, it, man, I'm, I'm kind of decompressing from the conversation with Miss Sophia. She didn't like Miss Sophia if yeah. you don't say it the right. You it, better it, have a good vibration in it. You better come with you it. You better have some Because then it sounds like Miss Sophia. Miss Sophia, man. <laughs> Pass me in peace. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, man, what a what an honor to have her on. Um, I don't know, y'all. I got the I got the court papers. You know, I wanted her to speak. You know, from her her truth and her perspective. I literally, um, for those, how often do we get argued on the internet about where your proof? Where's your proof? Yeah, because people are lazy. Did it? You know, they they want you to do all the work for them. Like we say something, especially when it's coming, especially when you spend years being part of something that has earned credibility as far as urban intellectuals putting out information and the first thing they want to do is your proof or do your own research you know we got a million people that come here to listen to what we got to say you know do your own research yeah no time for all that and so you know but she she was very forthcoming she said you can ask me anything you can ask me anything that you desire to me, she's 100% legit. I mean, you can't listen to her 
and there's no BS in it. You know, when you when you're dealing with you know corporate powers, they all, they have these you know well constructed you know statements, and you know uh, they have clever ways of avoiding. Uh, questions and yeah. all of that, and here this woman is. She just talking to you, all, just off the, off the cuff, you know. And then sending you dozens of <laughs> of links and pictures, Man. And, and you know she she's y'all don't even know. I have, um, yeah. I have. I remember the first time you said you spoke with her, it was like your phone just was going off. Yeah, with she everything she, she was sending. She came with it, and then mm-hmm. I had to do my. And then I did my own research. Um, as I told you guys, if you are looking for information on the surface web, you need to understand that you are getting a fraction, and then you don't even know if that's all being tainted at this point or being. You know, I know that there's things that I used to look for maybe five years ago. I can't find anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't find certain links. You know, if I had enough. Yeah. Bookmarked it or something like that, but um, but the deep web is where it is. The deep web is where you're gonna. And I'm not talking dark web. That's a, a whole different world. Don't go in dark web. Let's, that's your choice. But the deep web being, you're able to actually crawl and dig into uh, spaces in the internet. There's internets upon internets upon internets. And again, I I'm at the point where, you know. Yes, if you ever a person ever has a conversation with me, I'm working on. I don't want to be egotistical about it. I want to, because I just want people to know. But the thing about it is, I just then it just annoys me. I'm like, at least read books. Like then talk. Let's talk. Right. You don't even read the books. You read headlines and memes and memes, <laughs> and then you want. <laughs> I still call them memes. And you read Snopes, and then you want to talk. That's enough for me. I know. Just like all those, yeah, look, yeah. that's how you get the sort of back and forth, you know, that I, I've been getting. Once I posted, uh, you know, telling people I didn't see anything wrong with Kanye West going to the over office and putting our issues before the one guy who can do something, uh, actual legally do something about it. Everyone clowned, clowned me, clowned him clowned everyone that was involved with it and then a month later you got the senate passing 87 to 13 you know the first step act you know releasing thousands of you know inmates and which means a lot of our people will be coming home you know so so much for your uh your alignments you you so aligned to what you think is the truth or you align to a, a group or ideology when you shouldn't be aligned with anything except for the truth you know and i think that's what the the, the times are calling on us now in history is asking you know it's asking us to reconsider all that was all that has been all that it's been taught and it's asking us to look and see again what is truth well if I'm locked into a dichotomy dichotomy being one of two sides right it's automatically a battle it's automatically a battle because there's infinite perspectives so if I'm locked into two or even three 
now I'm missing out on the other infinite perspectives that are out there in the reality. Mm-hmm. You're talking a minimum 6.8 billion different ways to see any one thing in this earth from baby to the, the, the oldest person living on this earth. That many perspectives is just a fraction of the infinite that are there. And yet we're locked into this or that red or blue, right? Mm -hmm. Black or white. Um, so as he said, the times are calling. If people were released from prison are getting released from prison and a person that you quote hate is at the helm of that, Remember one of the ladies told me, what did she say? She said, no, he's not responsible for that. Right. I'll give him no credit. Right. I said, she said, and no said, president. Well. She said, no president gets any credit. I said, so that means Obama didn't get any credit for anything, right? No, that's not true. I said, so, so then he gets credit. No, he doesn't. And it was just back and I, forth I, because I, of the, you can't say what. You can't give credit. You, you can't, you know, and we saw this. See, here's the thing. We saw this with the eight years of Obama in office. We saw people who were just dead set against him because him being a Democrat or him being black or whatever the reason was, they were dead set against him despite whatever it is that he actually did, which a lot of times helped them. But you can't give credit to that which is your sworn, you know, enemy or yes, you can't be you can't be when it comes to politics, unfortunately, you should not be a fan of your political party. You know, politics is what it is. You know, the system of government is what it is. But if you're a fan of ideology or of a particular politician or whatever, that means you make it exponentially more difficult to govern. Like, like at the end of the day, you don't want you, you you don't want to say, hey, this bill is a good thing because Trump may get some sort of credit for it. Like, who gives a who gives a crap? I, I just want the people to come home. We 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 have too many people in our prisons. Uh, a, a good portion of them should be home with their families. That's a good thing. Whether whether Trump decided to um, take advantage of the times and, and, and get, you know, do it for, purely for political reasons, whatever. I don't care if it was strategy by the Republicans. I don't care. All I care is the people come home. And that's the only that's the only thing that should matter to anyone. You know, and the flip side of it is, you know, here it is. The Democrats, the one who locked up all these people in the first place. Ooh, you're you know, what's crazy is what you just pointed out is. And this is what I've been saying to people, why it's such it's so crucial for you to start sizing up what we're saying is your alignments, because you hate it to watch something happen to, you know, Obama, who you perceive to be, you know, like he, you said, this is a good man. This is, you know, this is a stand up guy. How dare you, you know, go against what he's trying to do and, you know, based on just who he is, but then you become that which you hate, right? You become, Mm -hmm. you do the very things that you don't like um, because all that was being said, well, you don't have to like the man. You just do you, can you honor the decisions that were made? 
you're kind of in the same boat now, right? You you, you don't like you, the, the person, you, the, the suit that's in the seat, which I'm calling a puppet anyway. Right. But right. you don't like that being. Can you honor the decision that was made that's to your benefit? Well, people asked us what? Well, there's no benefit. What's the benefit to it? Right. And I, someone said, uh, you know, all I care about is my stocks and in my stock my losses benefits. and my VA benefits and this, that, and the third. And this is a black man that said that, you know. Um, so it, it just goes to show you that, you know, well, one, you know, you, you kind of helped bring me back to the, po- the point I was originally going to make, which is the people that were dead set against Obama for dumb reasons. We watched that. We watched the absurdity of it. But now on the flip side, we have the people on the other side doing the exact same thing. You know, yeah. uh, you can't you can't scream about, you know, oppression and then turn around and be that very thing. Which and that's I, what happens. Yeah. And, and that's where we are at this point in time. So uh, my hope is that the ultimate breakout from all of this is that people see the absurdity of it all. It's absurd. It's absurd that you've been locked into a belief system of. Um, it, 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 and I think in 2019, I do want to go more into the metaphysical because I could break down the red and the blue for you. I can break down the red and the blue for you. I can break down um, what a Hegelian dialectic is. I've mentioned it before. You can Google it yourself. Make sure you do it on deep web. But <laughs> no, but I can break that stuff down for you and show you how psychologically it's got you affected. And so more than anything here, I want people to break out of the mentality uh, that you've 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 been conditioned to, which is what Sophia Stewart has spoken to that. You have been conditioned to do it. I mm-hmm. was raised in California. You were raised in, in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Blue states, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to believe. And we've talked about this on the show before. Mm-hmm. This is what the way it's supposed to be. This is who you're supposed to vote for. Well, I'll speak it again. I'm from a blue state that right now the majority of people can't even afford to live in. Mm-hmm. And we were told when we were coming up that this particular ideology was going to be for the the least of these the mm, you know the, right. the 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 down and out well now my state your state is unaffordable chicago is unaffordable yes and ironically at least in my state they sure blue, blue state sure to lock up a bunch of people that look just like me and so you know so again so a dichotomy if you want to look at it you go to this system has it not then used both sides to play the people and so you've aligned against yourself at any given time david and i have both been on both sides when we were conditioned to it like oh i'm supposed to be red oh no i'm not supposed to be red oh, okay i'm supposed to be blue oh, oh 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 he's black oh now i gotta be blue okay but blue but blue is okay wait the clintons locked up all the black people hold up <laughs> Like I'll, I'll confuse. confuse. Let right. me get off this merry-go-round. So that's where we are at this point in time. And, you know, I just submit to you guys, um, just just read. 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 Yes. Read. 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 And Fundamental. Then, it's fundamental. But the, and the thing about reading is once you've started to read certain things, even though to open your mind up to certain realities, certain what they call social facts, there are some things that are absolute social facts. So a social fact would be um, we have tangible evidence that there were um, 
you know, there was human experimentation, right? How do we know? Because there were documents. So we all can look at that. It's not a conspiracy. Well, because mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It is a conspiracy because it's an it's act that harms. But the point is, is it's something that's known. We all know it to be true. Mm-hmm. Now, on these things that we, quote, don't know to be true because we don't necessarily have the paperwork, but we kind of observe it. Those are things you're going to stay open to. Right. You're not going to hang your hat on it. But the more you get more information and more perspective, the more it can start to make sense to you. Mm. So then when we have a conversation about vaccines or anti-vax, you don't automatically turn into somebody's uh, Nazi, you know, <laughs> like telling people how wrong they are mm. for not doing something that they've done research on that includes human experimentation. See what I'm saying? Mm. It, did, did that make sense? That makes sense. I brought it. You saw I did that? I saw how I you did that. went around. You are very good at this. Snatched it, brought it home, and brought it back. And then there we go. There we go. Man. So... I, I want to put that out there again. You guys, you need to be doing research. Get off the Internet if you're not willing to contribute to the progression of knowledge that can be applied. If it's for sake of argument, if it's for sake of being right, if it's for sake of um, just, you know, one-upping or or uh, I mean, unless you're an agent and you're hired to do that, there's no reason to be on there other than to do research. Right. Because it's a you're wasting. Actually, you're wasting a lot of opportunity by having this device in your hand that has access to, you know, making money. Could do you could do so much more, but yeah. you know, yeah. Other than than wasting the, the the time and that doesn't contribute to change, and that's all I'm saying. Foolishness, is foolish, what foolishness, and, and yeah, debauchery, debauchery. Um, there is a show coming up uh, next Thursday at the Addison Improv. It will be. Hosted by the Mad Radio Show here on the Fishbowl Radio Network. They are on air Wednesdays from 5 to 7 on the Gray Stream. Very great uh, show. Friends of mine, Megan and John. uh, And they do really, really great uh, outreach uh, in the community here in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. Just trying to um, help better the lives of first responders, of veterans, um, just people in need. And so they will be hosting a show uh, Thursday at the Addison Improv. I will be on that show. I, I'm, like, hardly in comedy right now. So if you want to see me <laughs> on stage, then that's the place to be. I believe it's 8 o'clock. I'm going to post it. I'll post it on the website. But do come out for a good cause. Um trying to think of what else anything else i need to put out there no 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 uh you can reach me lt at mentalspeakradio.com lt at mentalspeakradio.com do check out the guest info page i have begun to put up links to amazon for the books of guests who have been on the show throughout 2018 Wonderful, wonderful 
guests. I'm talking about very powerful stories, very powerful information. Um, you can go select the links, um, and it'll take you directly to Amazon, and you can purchase their books. Give the gift of reading. Read. I want you to read. There's so much out there, and I've got links there for you. Um, and I'll add all of my guest uh, books as I go. They're going to go on the website, and you'll be able to purchase it. Th these people are, you know, they contribute their time. They're giving their knowledge and information to the world because they want it to be better. Okay? That's what we're doing here. People say that's, that's I, I, what it, what's the word? Idealistic. Idealistic. Thank you. That it's idealistic to you know, want to make something better. So what I say is I want it to be balanced. I don't know the state of better. I just know that we're not going to be everything that we want, you know, but we got to find a way to at least get to a point where we're able to uh, live in our reality and not always be reacting to it um, in a way that gets us hurt. Uh, that's that's what I do as a social worker, and that's what I hope to do as a radio show host, as a you know, as a, as a speaker, as a public figure. Just using my platform for that, and fellow, uh, he hates when I call him colleague. Doggone it! What should I call you then? Um, sidekick. Sidekick. And you have great sidekicks, intelligent sidekicks who also want to bring out knowledge to you. Man, that's what we're going to do. 2019, going to be on fire for that. Um, I want to just, I want to go maybe another level deeper, a little layers deep. The The first year of the show has been, um, you know, um, the first year of the show has been, just you know, I would say surface. We've we've gotten deep at times, but I, I do. I want to go deeper. Definitely want to go deeper. Um, did you see that? Okay. What just happened there? Okay. Tell the people uh, what they could do on Urban Intellectuals. Oh well, I mean, you can go there and uh, so the flashcards resource for. All things uh, black thought. <laughs> so you have a history. Uh, you have uh, history flashcards, trivia cards, coloring books for children, apparel. But um, you know, it's it's a platform for us to be able to um, express ourselves from our point of view, and. Uh, We've been at it for a few years, and it's grown, and um, it's credible. And um, have an app. Download the app. You could uh, interact with um, just just the way you do on Facebook with your friends and family. But you can also access portals, <clears throat> educational portals um, from that app. Uh, it's free. Download it and uh, sign up and uh, get with it. Get yeah. with it. And this is for, look, all tribes coming coming in the year, I got you, man. We're going to do this. Just as, as Sophia stated in the first hour, I got, I got information for you that's going to empower from wherever you are, from your perspective. Let's do this, okay? Listen, I 
am not so much in the Christmas spirit this year, but this song here I'm going to close out the show with. Probably one of my all-time favorites, and I do want to give a gift to my listeners and just saying thank you so much. I'm going to keep bringing it. You know, we're getting close to the end of the year, and um, and so I'm just looking forward to what 2019 is going to bring. I'm looking forward to what 2019 is going to bring for you, and I hope just to keep giving you information uh, that empowers and lifts you up. So I do hope to see you here next Friday. Again, if you're here in Dallas-Fort Worth, get out to the Addison Improv on Thursday, and uh, and I'll be with you. Thank you so much for tuning in, Mental Speak family. Have a happy holiday. Enjoy your Christmas. Happy solstice. All these great things. And uh, my gift to you.